Welcome to Sisters Inc., our podcast for and about women business owners, brought to you by Black Enterprise. I'm your host, Elisa Gums. Black women are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs in America. And on every episode of Sisters Inc., we sit down with one successful CEO and share how she slays the challenges of being a Black woman in business. Today's episode is all about being mission-driven versus product-driven. We're chatting with Aishatu Fatima Dozier, the founder of Bossy Cosmetics, a four-year-old makeup brand that she likes to say is actually a women's empowerment business masquerading as a beauty company. Welcome to Sisters Inc., Aisha, and thanks so much for sitting down with us. Thank you so much for having me, Elisa. It is such an honor and a privilege to get the chance to have my story told to the Black Enterprise audience, and I love that I get the opportunity to sit in a seat where other Black women who've run businesses have before, so thank you so much for the honor. Ooh, that was kind of powerful. It gave me chills there thinking about all of the Black women who have come before us, done yes. this work, blazed these trails, and it's told their stories. Easy. It, it's not easy. I mean, we'll get into it, but it's not easy at all. Every story of success is littered with stories of failure, stories of crying, stories of self-doubt, stories of imposter syndrome, and I, and, but stories of having a great tribe around you. And I think that's really what's been important for me in my own journey is having my faith in God, my family, my friends, my girls, you know, who have just surrounded me. And anytime I doubt myself, they're like, girl, don't you know who you are? <laughs> so yeah, but thank you so much. It's an honor. So speaking of that journey, let's let's go back to the beginning of it. Before you started, started Bossy Cosmetics, you had a long and very successful career in finance, um, but you have always been a self-described lipstick junkie. What did makeup mean to you personally as a professional woman? So that's a very interesting... Okay, so you say I had a very successful career in investment banking prior to this, which is is factually accurate but then let's get into what it means to be successful. So on a piece of paper, right, on the resume, I had a fabulous career. I worked for storied investment banks like Goldman Sachs, Lehman Brothers, Morgan Stanley. I worked in Central and South America, Asia, Sub-Saharan Africa, Europe. I've had I've been blessed to travel the world. I had a wonderful wonderful career and became pretty senior. Um and ran a big business for someone else. So that's successful when you tick all the boxes on the credentials, but I wasn't happy. A lot of my career, as you can see, I'm a black woman and I walked in spaces where being black was strange and being woman, being a woman was strange. And so that intersectionality was just really challenging walking into these rooms and not only just feeling like you can show up and you deserve to be there, but even people thinking, is she here because she's black? Is she here because she's a woman? Did they lower the standards for her? So you were constantly walking around with the, this chip almost on your shoulder because you wanted people to know that you deserved this seat at the table. And so I burned out, but it was an amazing career. I was blessed to have it. Along that 20 years, I met some of the most phenomenal people. I learned how to show up how to assert myself, how to be confident, and how to push past imposter syndrome. And that's everything about what bossy cosmetics is, how to own that word bossy 
And to take it from, you know, as black women, we're all, you know, you're aggressive, you're pushy, you're bossy, when you're just trying to make a point. And so I wanted to take that word and flip it. And I learned that through my 20 year journey of knowing when to speak, knowing how to speak, knowing with whom to speak so that you can have that successful career. But ultimately I did burn out. I was tired. I didn't like what I was doing. I got married. I had three children who are my blessing, but managing all of that became really difficult for me. Yeah. Um, You talked about the ways that you showed up in rooms and confidence. And I know that for you, makeup was a part of that. So can you share some of like your personal relationship with makeup? Absolutely. So you had referenced earlier that my friends called me lipstick junkie. I mean, yes. So that was my thing. You know how we black women are. You got your hair done, you know, you're all put together. And my final thing was like my lipstick. So I always called, you know, makeup war paint and your accessories, how you put yourself together, your battle gear. And I always felt like you're going into these rooms, you know, from a technical standpoint, you're prepared. You've got all of the knowledge that you need, but you need to look like you're ready, right? You want people to feel that executive presence when you walk into the room and feel really confident and comfortable with you. And so for me, that thing was lipstick. I'm like, I'm going to put on this bold, beautiful red lipstick, line my eyes. You're going to listen to these lips because you're first going to be like, wait, this woman is so different. Like, who is she? But lipstick was the thing that just, it was like my superpower. I was ready for the pitch. I had, like I said, I have the technical knowledge, but the lipstick just kind of, it was my own form of a Superman cape to walk in the room and be like, let's go. And so that was my thing. My friends always knew, like I would travel and buy my girlfriends. I just found this new amazing red lipstick from Chanel, buy everybody a gift, you know, buy this, buy that. It was always about gifting. And in my way of gifting my friends lipstick, was my way of saying, you go out there and exude the confidence that I was able to exude when I wore this red lipstick or this pink lipstick or this eyeliner. So that's how I played it. It was it was my way of just the second level of getting that confidence. And our mission statement at Bossy Cosmetics is empowering women to look, feel, and do good in the world. And for me, that's what cosmetics are. It's like, you know, okay, you look good, but you need to feel good so that you can show up as your very best self. I love the phrase, you are going to listen to these lips. If that is not like written across one of your packages already. I know. I need to put it, right? You do. You need to put it. Uh, We were talking about your career before Bossy. You mentioned that you were burnt out. You mentioned that you were stressed out. You made a major life change. You moved across the world, actually, um, from Nigeria to California. You took a one-year sabbatical. And you had an insight about beauty companies being product-driven only and only caring about how women look. Tell us about that revelation and your dream of doing something different. Yeah, so I was fortunate enough, as you said, I had developed this career and I burned out, but I had the privilege to take a year off to do the sabbatical. And I, my family and I, we moved out to Palo Alto, where I live right now, and I did this really amazing fellowship at Stanford University. It's called the Distinguished Careers Institute Fellowship. And it basically gives you one year to do whatever you want on Stanford's campus, take whatever classes, and really leverage the power of innovation at Stanford to decide what your 2.0 life is going to be like. So I spent a lot of that year in Stanford's design school. 
and I and and I really became a student of design thinking, which is immersing yourself in sort of human empathy. What are people thinking about? What are the pain points that really touch people in their hearts that you can really get to? And so I began thinking about who do I know? I know women. Who, what, what do I know? I know women who are trying to succeed, right? And, and many times they burn out, many times they don't. But I knew that whole journey because of my own background. I was not raised with privilege and I had had this 20 year career that allowed me to have access to this. And I really wanted to get into that. How, how do we think? What propels us? What powers us? And I realized that to have that conversation, as you said earlier, you know, we often say that we are a women's empowerment business that masquerades as a beauty company. I, my initial thought was that I wanted to focus on empowering women. I wanted to focus on being like the confidence hacker for women. I wanted you to kind of show up as your, like, what can we do to get you going? And then I realized, wait a second, like for me, it's a very simple thing. It's makeup. And then I started looking at cosmetic companies, like who's talking about that intersection of purpose and passion, which is women are passionate about how they look, but then there's a purpose behind it. And I didn't see anybody doing it. Everybody was talking about either the ingredients, which are really important or sustainability, or just this lipstick is red and it's gorgeous. But nobody was talking about the what working women are thinking about every single day and using that intimate relationship of a beauty company to really get into the wellness. And so I was like, if no one's doing it, I'm going to. And that's how Bossy Cosmetics was born. Wow. You mentioned earlier that your mission statement at Bossy Cosmetics is empowering women to look, feel, and do good. How did you come to that as the mission statement? Okay, I know this is going to sound crazy, but it just came to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm one of these people. I'm, you know, I'm a very visual thinker and things kind of just drop down. And when I started thinking about what are the key elements that I want to differentiate the brand, it was that we would think about how it was I almost saw it as a three-legged stool and with any leg of that stool, if it breaks, the stool falls down. And so I was like, what are the three elements that are critical for this brand? And it was look, which is, you know, the products need to be high quality, efficacious, clean, like all the stuff, right? You can't do anything else if the product isn't amazing. So the look is important, but I wanted to get on that feel, the middle point, which is, you know, how is she thinking? How is she feeling? What is the, what emotion is being evoked when she thinks about how she looks? And then the third was do. Okay, once she feels great, once she looks great, action. And so that's kind of the three-legged stool of the brand. It's the core DNA of the brand. It is the value of the brand that we really want to empower you. And when I say empower, you know, I struggled with that word a lot. Should it be empower or should it be champion? What should it be? Because empowering could come across as though you're saying, she doesn't feel she has the power, so you need to give her the power. But the way I see it and the way the team, we think about it is you already have the power. We're just helping you bring this all together. And we're like in your corner clapping, girl, you got this, girl, you got this. So how does that mission show up in all the parts of the business and on a daily basis? Because as you talk about, you know, wanting to evoke certain emotions, wanting to get to how you feel. How do you get to that um, with a product or in a company? Yeah, I mean, it's, 
It's a great question. And it's the thing we think about in everything we do. So we, before we create a product, we completely storyboard it. So if you think about our, our initial collection, it's called the Power Woman Essentials Collection. Power Woman Essentials. So it's the collection that's about what are the essential attributes and items a woman needs to show up as a powerful version of herself, okay? And then we named each product the attributes we think are critical. So in our liquid lipstick, you've got faith, bravery, hustle, um, courage, wisdom. In our bullet lipsticks, which are a hero product, you've got inspiring, graceful, resilient, tenacious, ambitious. You know, all of these things are attributes we're like, girl, these, this is what you need. This is what you got. This is what we want you to evoke when you wear this lipstick. And we have customers who will write us and say, I felt confident today, showed up at a, you know, at a meeting and I was feeling confident because I was wearing confident. You know, everything about how we create the product, the storyboarding around the product, how we design the product, even the look and feel. Like, I want to show you everything that we design. I mean, look at how gorgeous this is. Look at how sexy this is, right? The rose gold, the design of it is all about delighting our customer. The names of the products, everything is in that. So in the content we create, in the products that we create, on our product packaging, we have things like, you are amazing, you are awesome, show up, you got this. So we are, everything about the brand is about really encouraging women to go out and be their best selves and that they can do it. Yeah. You just briefly mentioned content. And I want to go back to that because th yeah. this is a point that I want to underscore. You often yeah. say that you ignite confidence in ambitious women, but not just yeah. through your makeup, also through your topical content and your essential services. So talk yes. to us about some of the non-product things that Bossy Cosmetics does. Oh my God, I'm so happy you asked me that because yes, our products are amazing. They are award-winning. They were picked by Oprah for her favorite things, like all the good check, 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 check. But there's so much more about who we are and who we want you to be. And so we have this um, series we call Bossy Chats where every couple of months I sit down and do an IG live with a woman in business. And she may or may not be a black woman because I want women to see what we can be and see what success looks like in different areas across different ethnicities, but also to hear challenges. So we've interviewed women of almost every race, I think, <laughs> with the exception of Native Americans. So if you know a really amazing Native American woman, please refer. But we speak to academics, doctors, beauty entrepreneurs, everything just about what has been your biggest mistake? How have you succeeded? What advice would you give to your 21-year-old self? And this lives on our website because we want our customers to be able to access this kind of content when they themselves are thinking about maybe transitioning from one career to the next. They can go through our library of content to find out you know, what somebody else in this area is doing. With respect to essential services, you know, one of the things I'm most excited about that we launched a couple of years ago is called Beauty Meets Wisdom. And we are relaunching it this year. So I'm very excited. I'll give you a little bit of a, of, a, of a prelude to it, but it's a lot of it's still in the works. But it's basically where when you are part of our loyalty program, you earn up points and you use those points to get access to a coach, a professional coach. And it could be a coach talking about personal branding, talking about how to interview, about anything, right? And so it's all about us telling you 
We want to empower you to look, feel, and do good. And part of that empowerment process is helping you level up. And we're going to do that. So you buy some products, you get some points, and we give you access to trained coaches who will help you meet and surpass your targets. And so this, for me, is one of the most important pillars of the brand, the, the essential services that we provide, because it's we're more than makeup. We are deeper than makeup. I love makeup, but we are so we as women are so much more than how we look. And therefore, we as Bossy Cosmetics are so much more about how we want you to look. And the third part of your mission statement is about doing good. You work with a yeah. number of nonprofit partners to make sure that you are empowering not just your customers, but women and girls all around the world, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And for me, that's table stakes. Um, and, you know, people often say to me, why don't you talk about it more? Why don't you talk about it more? And I say... It's a good point, but I don't want I don't want it to come across as though we're like, oh, you know, we, we're goody two shoes. This is core DNA. You buy a product from us, you can see it as you shop. Do you want to donate one dollar, two dollars, whatever, to the following three nonprofits? You can if you want to, you don't have to. Every year we give them a percentage of our proceeds, either way. Sometimes we run campaigns to encourage people to dedicate, you know, save 25% on this lipstick and give this much to this nonprofit. For us, this is core to the DNA of the brand. We work with um, organizations like Girls Inc. that works with girls as young as six to really help them build themselves within inner, inner city communities that are focused on, you know, children of color absolutely important to me that we're supporting those types of vulnerable communities. Another organization we work with is Women's Link Worldwide. They're a team of global lawyers that go into countries to fight for women's rights. They fight for victims of sexual violence, victims of sex trafficking, domestic violence, and they're actually changing laws in countries. Of course we would support them. And then the third organization we work with is Women at Risk International. They're based in my home country, Nigeria, and they work also with women who've been victims of domestic violence, sex abuse, sex trafficking. So for, for us as an organization, this is this is table stakes. You can find it on our, our story page, but it's not something we're screaming about all the time because it's just so germane to us that it, it just is. But it's something I'm very proud of. And I hope that as we scale as a brand, we have even more money to give these organizations. I mean, we're not that large, so we give them what we can, but our goal is to continue to support them in any way that we can. As we talk about building a mission-driven company, can you think of a time or an example you could give us of when you needed to make a business decision and you took a mission-first approach um, instead of a product-first approach? Oh, God, yes. In fact, what am I wearing right now? Cotopaxi. It's an amazing apparel company that, you know, I'm so impressed. I mean, they're so much bigger than us, but I'm really learning from a lot of companies like Cotopaxi, like Chobani, like Patagonia, all of these companies that make, again, excellent products, right? Product excellence is number one, right? You can't do anything else unless you make an excellent product. But then you're all about society. You're all about helping. You're all about, you can show that business can be a force for good and that capitalism can be a force for good. So we're not a nonprofit organization. We are a for-profit organization, but we are profitable. And we want to show people that we are more than just profits. So I do it all the time in terms of how I pick where I spend my money. You know, I'm very focused on if it's a woman-owned company, 
I'm going to look for that first. Like if I want to get a skincare brand, I'm like, okay, can I find a black woman who makes something here? Because I know if I spend $40 on her, that $40 sale is humongous to her versus some major organization for whom my $40 purchase means nothing. So I am always conscious about how I use my own contribution within capitalism. I do it all the time, every day. And are there any specific challenges that have come with being a, a mission-driven business? And how are some of the ways that you've overcome them? So I think, have there been uh, challenges with being a mission-driven business? No. Um, because I don't think about it that way. I think, it, like I said, it is such a core part of our DNA that, you know, that's the way it is. That's the way it's going to be. You know what I mean? Um, and if you choose not to shop with us because of our mission, you know, that's actually perfect. We can't satisfy every customer. And if you think that, okay, this black woman is talking about being black too much, or she's talking about being a woman too much, or she's talking about supporting other women in the world too much, if that's a problem for you, please don't shop with us. I'm very okay not to get your money. But I think the bigger challenge is not that we're a mission-driven band. I think the bigger challenge is that we, you know, I'm a black woman. <laughs> and it's very challenging in this space to, to raise capital, to get shelf space. All of the things that take you from zero to 1,000, you know, even zero to one. Let's talk about zero to one. Do you know how many black women, you know, just don't get the support, the financial support? Like, we need to have been so proven with so much traction to get even a little bit of support versus other communities, you know, people make such assumptions about their ability to succeed. So I find that's where the challenge has been. But, you know, I'm every day I wake up so energized. I think the best part of what I do is that I, I really love what I do. I absolutely love being a woman. I absolutely love my customer. I just... I'm such a fan girl of women out there succeeding. Like whoever you are, I'm like, yay, I want to give you your flowers. I want to celebrate you. I love it. I want women to be rich. I want women to be successful. I want women to be powerful. I want women to have body autonomy. Like I want all of the things for us. And if I can do a little bit in supporting that through my business, I love it. So even though I face challenges every day, lack of capital, lack of this, lack of that, Every day I'm like, all right, how are we gonna how are we gonna win today? How are we gonna win today? So I'm constantly in the winner's mode. Mm, that that is a lesson right there. <laughs> um, as we talk about support and corporate support for small businesses, for Black-owned businesses, um, in addition to your products being available on your website, you have an Amazon store. How yeah. has working with Amazon helped you grow your business and therefore fulfill your mission? Yeah, I mean, Amazon has been an unbelievable partner. Um, and it's really interesting because I buy everything in my home on Amazon. Everything, right? Like groceries, weekly groceries, kids need clothes. I mean, literally almost everything in my home. Like every day there's an Amazon box being um, delivered. So as a consumer, it's a powerful platform for me. And when I started my business... You know, if you just think about authentically, I want to be where my customer is. I want to make it as convenient as possible for my customer to access my product. 
you know, it doesn't take a genius <laughs> to say, you know, especially when the pandemic hit, women are busy, you know, like if you're a working mother, even if you're not, like you've got so everybody's doing a million and 10 things. You're trying to streamline as many processes as possible so that you can get your life going. And Amazon is that place where in one cart, you can get all the things you need for everybody in the family. And so for me, it was it was very easy to to say, listen, we have to be in the world's biggest online store, even though our store exists. And Amazon has been a phenomenal partner. They have just opened us up to, you know, I mean, sometimes I look through and I'm like, I don't, I mean, we're selling product in cities I've never heard of in the United States of America. Our product is getting out there. Our brand is getting out there. And the only reason it's because it's on a platform where, I don't know, billions of people are shopping. And so it's been amazing to be a partner of Amazon. Amazon has also been incredibly supportive of Bossy Cosmetics. It's just amazing. We're part of um, the, the BBA program um, that supports Black businesses. I've had an account manager, um, Jada, who has been phenomenal. I think it's almost a year and a half. Jada and I have been working together. And so she just makes it easy for me if I have a challenge within the system you know, she, I'm like, Jada, help me out. And she comes to me and she's like, you should try this. You should try that. Optimize this. So even having that support, they've had advertising folks within Amazon call me to teach me how to optimize my listings, teach me how to advertise. I mean, it's just Amazon is working for sellers, but, you know, we're obviously working for them because when we sell products, Amazon makes money. So the alignment is actually amazing. Like they want you as a brand, as a company to succeed. So it's really, really, it's been a special relationship. We were very lucky in 2021. We were blessed to be um, featured as one of Oprah's favorite things. We decided to fulfill through Amazon because I could not imagine doing all of that shipping. And they just, they took it off my shoulders. Like they did everything. And we haven't looked back since then. I mean, we launched new products with Amazon. Our brand was one of the, the six brands selected in the Small Business Gift Guide. I mean, the exposure from that, I can't even, like, I would have had to spend millions of dollars, which I don't have, <laughs> to get that kind of exposure. So, I mean, I don't know what else I could say. Amazon has been, I just came back from New York two days ago. I was at the National Retail Federation in the Consumer Spotlight. I was invited by Amazon. They're just really an effusive supporter of small businesses, of black women businesses, you know, with no strings attached. So I love being, I love our Amazon store. I think it's beautiful. Customers love it. Um, they, I want them to shop on my store, but they can also use a new tool called Buy With Prime, where when you're on my website, you can get it fulfilled by Amazon, which means you can get it shipped in a day or two. And it's free for you. It's free. You know, I don't have to pay for that. I don't have to do that. So I feel like they're constantly creating products to make the customer journey so easy and simple. And it's really that alignment. I have yet to find a place where there is an alignment between Bossy Cosmetics and Amazon. They want you to succeed because the more sellers succeed, the more sellers come to their platform. So it's it's really been amazing. I, I love working with Amazon. They're a great bunch of people. And the people are nice. <laughs> the employees are just nice people. And you said the magic words, which is that they took a weight off your shoulder. What entrepreneur, oh. what black woman, what busy woman does not want someone to come and take a weight off of her shoulders? Let me tell you, like, I have the videos of when we were packing up and I had an assembly line going on in my house downstairs when we got picked for Oprah's favorite things. My house was a disaster. My children could like not even find a place to sit to eat. 
And when I realized that Amazon could fulfill for me, I mean, I used to go to the post office every day with my little wagon, okay, every single day. And so to have UPS come pack up all these mountains of boxes, and then I'm just sitting getting ping, 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 ping. I'm like, what? I should have done this earlier. So yeah, it's it's really big. I mean, it taught me to be very efficient. Um, you know, you think, oh my God, I want to own all of the process, but there's a lot of like give out processes to people who know what they're doing and have and have spent billions of dollars in creating, you know, fulfillment centers and they know how to get stuff around the country much quicker, much more effective, and much cheaper than you do. And you focus on the things that you are you are blessed to do, which is thinking of new products, connecting with your customer. All of that stuff, the customer facing stuff, I get to focus on. And then somebody else on Amazon, thankfully, is dealing with how to get the product to the customer. You have shared such great insight with us already today. Before you go, do you have any advice for other women out there who are really passionate about a purpose and want to either launch or grow a business that about that's about more than just a product? Absolutely. Like believe in yourself is the first thing. I think the world will try to tell you that your ideas aren't worth it, that your ideas don't make sense, that they won't be successful. You know, really believe in yourself and start small. And this is what I think is really phenomenal about the Amazon platform because, you know, I think you can start with selling 10 items. Like, you know, when we first started, we were doing like, okay, we have 25 of this, we have five of this. Like we started super, super small and then you begin to scale. So start small but believe in yourself, trust yourself, and test. Don't spend a whole year doing market research. If you think you have an idea that is purpose-driven, that is so part of you, test it by going into the marketplace in the, in the cheapest way and then begin to iterate and learn from that. But you got this. Thank you so much, Aisha, for sharing your small business success story. Everyone out Thank there, you. please take a look at the company website, bossybeauty.com. You can also follow them on Facebook, Pinterest, TikTok, or Twitter at Bossy Beauty Inc. or on Instagram and YouTube at Bossy Beauty. Check out the podcast channel on blackenterprise.com to find Sisters Inc. and other podcasts from Black Enterprise editors, writers, and experts. Be sure to subscribe to Sisters Inc. on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, or YouTube. And if you like what you hear, show us some love by leaving a five-star review or put a sister on and spread the word. This is Elisa Gums with Sisters Inc. for Black Enterprise. Thank you for listening. Thank you.